Want to get Dolls of Horror episodes a week in advance? Go to patreon.com slash the Dolls of Horror for more information. Detective Nakagawa, I need to speak with you. The woman who was murdered in that house three years ago knew this man. He committed suicide the morning after she died. What's happening? Three years ago, three of my colleagues, my friends, began investigating the case. Two died mysteriously, and one disappeared. They had been investigating the murders at that house. Are you saying the detectives died because of that house? I've been in that house. So have you. It is said in Japan that when a person dies in extreme sorrow, no rage, the emotion remains, becoming a stain upon that place. The memory of what happened repeats itself there. Death becomes a part of that place. Killing everything it touches. Once you have become a part of it, it will never let you go. I'm sorry. Watch a few movies, take a few notes. (laughs) It was fun. The early 2000s brought a huge surge of Japanese horror remakes to the forefront with hits like Pulse, Dark Water, and The Ring. And one of the common elements in Japanese horror culture is making children look like horrifying supernatural demons. I remember seeing The Ring in theaters back in 2002 and haven't slept a full night since. Thanks, Japan. But for those of you who don't think any of that sounds scary, I'm sure you'd change your mind if you heard them scream. Just putting that out there. So let's delve deeper into the freaky world of slow-croaking black-eyed demon children from my nightmares as tonight, the dolls talk about 2004's The Grudge. And now, The Dolls of Horror. It's showtime. Hi guys, welcome back to the Dolls of Horror, the spot to feed your tormented addiction. I'm Summer. And I'm Jamie. And I'm Henry. Yes, that's Henry. Tonight (laughs) we have back the most special guest of all, my husband Henry. Well, I don't know about that special, but okay, I like that baby. (laughs) Yes, you are that special. (laughs) The last time he joined us was about a year ago for our Jaws episode, so it's been a while. So we're so excited that you're back because it's been a minute yeah yeah mm-hmm. i've, I've been, been waiting i've been waiting for this moment and looking well, forward to this moment I'm here now. I'm here <laughs> yeah now. all right okay all right so we already discussed henry's um horror journey in our jaws episode so if you're interested in that go back and listen to that but tonight we're going to be discussing the 2004 american version of the grudge so, guys, um, Henry, when's the first time you've seen this one? With you, I'm sure. Just recently, right? <laughs> like, no, no, no. It goes back years. I'm not. I would say more than five years, something like that, because it yeah. didn't pop up on the radar. I had another movie in mind. Yeah. Besides the Grudge. And uh, Jamie. I saw this one when it came out. Like I saw it in theaters when it came out because okay. that's what everybody was going was to hit. see. Yeah. yeah, it was a hit at the time. It was a hit. Yeah, yeah. my For friend was weeks. like terrified of it. <laughs> I brought her with me. She stayed the night, and she said, "Can you please turn on a nightlight?" And I said, 
I don't have one. <laughs> no. I don't think nightlights help that much in that movie anyway. Not, not no. Much, no. 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 Well, see, this one was funny for me because I thought I had seen it before until I started watching it and none of it was familiar at all. And then I realized I'm pretty sure I only saw part two. I don't even think I've seen part one before because part two also has Sarah Michelle Gellar in it. This is true. Mm-hmm. I'm so surprised you're a completist. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think I was just confused. Well, thing no, is, I've definitely seen it. Mm-hmm. I didn't really like part two, so I don't think I it tried to explore further. <laughs> but I, I actually haven't seen part two, just part one. Yeah, maybe I, I need recall, to revisit it. Can't recall two. Yeah, yeah, maybe I need to revisit it. Maybe I just need to see it again because it's been a while, and it was pretty soon after it came out. I remember watching it with Sarah. So, well, that's a yeah. many moons ago. Okay. Well, yeah, this movie is almost 20 years old, babe. Yeah, that's a long time. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, a fun fact that I'll say now is part two was greenlit the Monday after this one came out. That's how big of a hit it was. They're like, okay, part two's on. Wow. So they probably started pre production right away. Yeah, it wow. seemed like the filmography is just boom, 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 one, two, three. They just mm-hmm. went right through them. Yeah. Now, I did watch part yeah. three about a year ago. It was on Crackle. And I I did enjoy part three. But it has nothing to do with, like, really very little to do with this one. Like, Sarah Michelle's not in it or anything like that. I have not seen part three. I did not. I didn't go very far with this series. Right. I, I just saw this one, but I haven't seen the other ones. Well, I read on IMDb they made a 2020 version. Mm-hmm. They yeah, did. I saw that. Right. I don't know. Was it released? I don't know. Yeah, that's the question. Hmm. Maybe it was an on-demand situation. You know, it may not have been released. Yeah. A lot of, yeah. lot of, lot of films were cut last mm-hmm. year. Yeah, Pushed yeah. Back. I missed my Candyman. I missed my Halloween. Maybe it's just, uh, maybe it's in limbo. You know, like some of these other movies are, and maybe we'll still see the mm-hmm. new grudge. Yeah. Perhaps. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Um, okay, guys. So if you have not seen The Grudge yet, the synopsis is an American nursing student living and working in Tokyo is exposed to a mysterious supernatural curse. And it stars Sarah Michelle Geller, Jason Bayer, Grace Zabrinsky, and Cleo Duvall. And directed by Takashi. How do I say this? Shimizu. Shimazu. Shimazu. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, he actually also did the original Grudge. Oh. Um, part one and two. The mm-hmm. original Japanese version, which is very cool that he got to do this one as well. So oh, yeah. I feel like we got his vision, which is exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was written by Steven Sesko. Who did Hellfest? That was just recently. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Unfriended the Dark Web and The Grudge Part 2. Okay. So, um, how about we start, as always, with our favorite kill? Fatality. Well, um, I do have a favorite. I have the runner-up. You don't see much of it but right yeah you know it's mm, you You don't yeah hard to pick when you don't know what's going on nothing nothing just boom 
does that. No. But I do like, I will say, um, Ted Raimi's character, I, I like the face that he makes before he dies. Like, you don't really see it, but he's, <laughs> but he's got this face where he's, uh, uh, you know, and so I like mm-hmm. this. I liked that. But I mm-hmm. will say that my favorite kill, um, it's the, it's the blonde lady who's not Sarah Michelle Geller. Here I go with the character names. It's the, <laughs> the sister, mm-hmm. Shannon, Sharon. Um, yeah, Susan. Susan? Susan. Susan, thank you. The only reason close. I know that is that's my mom's name. Susan. So that's the only reason I remember Susan. that. Okay. So Susan's kill is my favorite one um, because, <sighs> you know, she gets like the thing comes into bed mm-hmm. and then she gets yeah. pulled in. Anytime somebody yeah. disappears yeah. in their bed, that's scary. Yeah, yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh-huh. I'm looking at you. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's my favorite and my runner up. <laughs> okay. Uh, well. Henry? Jamie, you took mine because I, I had to watch it. Like I said, it's kind of slow she going. You took mine too. The uh, Because it's, it just stands out as the best one. But I like the intro kill. Don't get me wrong, because you don't see anything. You know, you have this young Japanese woman. She's she's going up in this little box. It looks like a little elevator. And she goes up into an attic area. And all you see are feet. You know, mm-hmm. something snatches her. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, let that go. Um. I also like the um, the um, Cleo Duvall, her kill when her husband came in, mm-hmm. or yeah, her husband mm-hmm. came in, mm-hmm. and um, she just seemed comatose on the bed. I'm again, I'm thinking kill. That was more of a death scene because then she pops up. She obviously sees something that he doesn't see, and then she just drops dead. So yep, yep. But then when I saw the Susan character kill, I'm like, okay, that's a kill. So. I agree. That would be my favorite. That's that was the best one. Yep. Yeah. Hands I can't down. pick another one. That was my that was the best one. Yeah. Yeah. Hands yeah. down it's the best one. The Susan kills my most favorite kill also because I like the the cinematography of looking down into the sheet and then the ghost popping up at you, which is great. Mm-hmm. Again, they they had like a boo factor going on, which is fun. Um I my runner up is Doug because he literally gets scared to death. Well, they all were. Yeah. No, but he like freezes and dies, like heart attack. You just know, gone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he just like body went. Nope. We're out. Yep. So runner up is Doug, but yeah. So it's it's um, unanimous. Susan is the best kill. Mm. Yep. yep. The build up to it is totally. good. You know, the whole build yeah. up where she's yeah. like something's following her, something's right. going mm-hmm. on. That and was, then she that gets was home. Great. Yeah, you and think she's you're running. safe. She's running up the stairs and everything, and she thought she was safe at home. And yep, phone yep. is making weird noises. And hey, yeah, that was it. Yeah, that was it for me. Yep. Um, okay, how about we just move right along to our fashion moment? Young, hot, and an attitude that says, Who cares? It's only fashion. That Hansel's so hot right now. Usually, I have a As huge a guy, list. Right. As a guy, I don't know about this one for me. I'm just, and I don't think it was much, but Jane, I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm I'm sorry. No. Well, babe, it's funny because in our last movie that we recorded um, called Karis Hell, uh, my fashion moment was this kid who was wearing a, like a fedora because mm. it reminded me of something you would wear. So mm-hmm. <laughs> that could be a fashion moment is a hat or a watch mm-hmm. or something mm-hmm. like that. Too. Yeah, no. So it doesn't Just have to be a guys, entire outfit. A couple of guys in a raincoat. I mean, that's that's 
That's all it was. Classic. Yep. That was it. (laughs) Mm -mm. Um, What about Miss Jamie? Um, so usually I have a huge list of fashion moments because I like that. I like fashion. This one, I just kind of went with, um, and I don't even need them because I live in Tucson, but I guess I just have coat envy. Um, and so (laughs) I would like Sarah Michelle Gellar's like brown coat that she has. Mm -hmm. Very nice coat. And then the white coat that Susan has. Susan was wearing. That's it. I agree. That's it. Just the two coats. Yeah. That was it. That was the entire thing. And Michelle Geller in the first opening scene, she was wearing some type of looks like green pants. Uh she had a white turtleneck. She had yeah. like a brown coat and mm-hmm. she had a uh, kind of a pink and lavender little scarf that you barely could see. That was basically it. Until Susan came yeah. with the white coat and, and she was wearing the black pants and the white top. And I was like, Yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's yeah. more my style. Classic, black and white. That was it. Totally. It's a good look. Mm-hmm. My fashion moment is uh, what Henry just mentioned, and that's Karen's white turtleneck because it just looked so so great. It looked classic. It looked super cozy. So I really liked it a lot. Okay, so this one I know Jamie and I struggled with because not a lot is memorable. So sometimes we don't even have one, and that is like best hair. This doesn't concern you, Lafleur. Not nearly as much as your hair does. That's for sure. This comes more into play when we're doing like '80s movies because. The hair is always so outrageous. Yeah. So if I had to pick a best hair, I'm going to go again with Karen or Sarah Michelle um, in the um, opening scene because it's just cute. That's all. That's all I got. <laughs> I literally wrote, nope. Um, <laughs> I guess Sarah Michelle Gellar just because I love her and no. I I think her hair is pretty. But uh, yeah, I literally just wrote, nope, I nope. guess, SMG, I guess. Yeah. Um, I thought Michelle in the beginning, but then I kind of liked again the Susan style. Her hair was kind of reddish, uh, with the little blonde highlights, mm-hmm. um, reddish brown, whatever it was, kind of cropped to her shoulder. That's mm-hmm. all I can. It was a nice look for her. I thought she had yeah. the best look. Yeah, it was That's a nice it. look. All right. Um, That's it. Right How much of that? No, honestly, this movie is kind of. This is not going to be a long episode um, because there's not much to talk about, really. Like, there's, it's so very simple. So, um, Mm, there's some areas. There's some areas I'm going to bring up, but there's some. Uh, Moving right along to prop we would like to own. Now, I challenged Jamie about an hour ago before we started recording. I said, I bet you can guess what I picked. So, can you guess what I picked? (laughs) Oh my god, I literally wrote something down too, but now I don't know. Now I'm on the spot and I don't know. Um, I'm trying to think now, is there a doll in this movie anywhere? Because that's no. what you would pick. There's not a doll. If there was, that'd be your pick. Was it the diary? Yep. Okay. <laughs> See? You know Zombie me. prop and the whole thing. Yes, <laughs> but I love collecting like books. So oh. and I had and, a feeling. Yeah, and Jamie likes those types of things as well. So yeah, I like I really liked the diary for sure with all the the writing inside of it and the pictures and all that good stuff. So yeah, I only want the diary if it has all the pictures and the writing. Oh, it has to be complete. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Hmm. Yep. Either that or the head cast. Um, uh, Yoko. Oh, I, I think, think that's her name. What the head one cast? With the loose, yes, the... Yoko. But what head cast? I don't recall that. 
Well, they had to obviously put the actress in the head cast to make that that look happen. No, I don't. Okay, so I'll take you the whole that? head. No, okay. Yeah, okay. I'll take the whole head and put it on the shelf, babe, right next to Jason. <laughs> I'm thinking a prop. I'm thinking uh, maybe they had some swords on the wall, some some art piece. They they didn't have anything. No, they, no, they there wasn't a, a lot. It wasn't even a handgun that would say, "I want that." So, I mean, I have nothing on this one. I really do. I have nothing. Okay. <laughs> I have nothing. Nothing in that movie I want. Nothing. Well, babe, since we live together, I'll pick two and keep them both. <laughs> so okay. I'll take the head cast and the diary. I knew you had That's an idea. Cheating. She, I knew she I had a feeling you were going to say the diary because other than that, it was as a guy, there was no prop in that movie that I would want. Right. Nothing. But the diary is also so like. Not the bicycle that the movie. woman was That's on. Nothing. Great. You know? Not a handgun, not a sword, not a face mask, not a... No. They, so, they really denied us props. Yeah, as a guy, it's just, it was just very, just basic. Yep. Well, I have a couple. Uh, the Diary was on my list because there are not a lot of options, like we said. <laughs> um, the other uh, thing that I liked is uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar has a real cute purse with mm-hmm. her throughout most of the time. It's not very like distinguishable to the movie. It's just a purse I would like to own. Also, okay. Susan has also Susan has a good purse too, and I will take that purse as well. I love purses, and I have too many. Um, but my very favorite prop, the thing that I'd actually like is um i'm a sucker for like photographs in movies um so there's the photo of the family with like the mom's face cut out or scratched out yeah i'll take the photo of the family with the mom's face that was like a collage it was like an entire wall right wasn't it there's like a picture pictures and there was lots of other pictures yeah there was Mm -hmm. a lot of but i'll take one okay just one (laughs) You can have them all. You can have them all. I'm I'm good. I'm good. Henry's like, like, please don't bring any more horror junk into my home. I'm good. Mm -mm. As he's where he's sitting right now, he's literally looking at the horror shelf. I'm trying to focus. Focus here. <laughs> so he's looking up at that. All he's these, like, all these dolls looking at me. Oh my god! I have my own audience. Oh my it's god! Right there. Mm-mm. It's true. The oh, I, I know it's true. From the little ones to the big ones, all sizes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The newest no. edition is is a, my my birthday gift from you. Uh huh. So he's very grateful to be there. <laughs> so scary. It's unreal. No way. Love you, babe. <laughs> okay. Um, how about uh some cinematography talk? Mm. Uh, I will say I like the house a lot. Like the house itself. So like the way that they kind of shot the house, I mm-hmm. I like. Um and uh there's some cool shots of like looking up at things. Mm-hmm. I like the shot in the bed with the ghosty and how they did that. Mm-hmm. It's kind of dark um, as far as like the lighting. It's kind of dark, but uh, yeah, I think that's about all I have to say about cinematography. Yeah, I usually have the, more. With, with Japanese horror, especially if, when they're talking about ghosts, because they they truly believe in ghosts. At least my, my time there, they they believe in ghosts, and it seems like. Um, when they do do a depiction of something like that, they're 
you've already mentioned it too, Jamie, is dark. Uh, then they use some gray. Uh, one of the scenes, in fact, uh, I think it was Sarah, she was walking down the steps and it was darker than it turned light or the scene where the security guard was looking down the hallway, the lights were playing. Again, it was real dark. Um, and then a couple of lights would come on on the side. And then it kind of did that little, the screen kind of, I don't know how to say it, it. It just made that little thing. And I was like, oh, I was like kinda, fuzzed or it fuzzed. And I was like, it reminded me of the ring. And I said, mm, mm-hmm. this is like the ring. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the shadow came up in the corner. You know, you have to pay attention, but it slowly came up in the left-hand corner, came up. I thought that was a great shot. Um, um, yeah, it's just the, the, the colors. When they were outside, it was bright. They, right. I don't recall, except for towards the end, mm-hmm. I believe, I don't recall one night scene. Mostly it was all, you know, during the day. Mm-hmm. Except for when you came into the house, the house was dark. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you you could tell there was some sunlight going on because they're shutting the door and whatnot, but um, they tend to just go with dark colors, uh, gray, black, uh, some flashes of light. And, you know, that's about it. It's it's kind of And then a ghost pops out of you. Yeah. That's yeah. what they yeah. do. They said then, they have a ghost throw, be thrown at you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I really liked, um, like we already mentioned, in the Susan Kill, the, the ghost angle in, in the bed, under the bed, under the sheet, whatever. Um, I also liked some of the ghost POV shots they had going on, which is oh, fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I liked that mm-hmm. a lot. Those um, good. But yeah, that's that's kind of about it. As Jamie said, how they framed the house and the angles looking up at it, that was nice. Yeah, the house really had its own. It was almost like a the character. House was a, yeah, the house was mm-hmm. a character for sure. It yeah. was. It was a character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it might- was like a haunted house movie. Yeah, the haunted house might be my favorite character in this movie. Probably, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That you may be right there. I may agree with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess I'm happy with the, how everything turned out because the house did okay. Yeah. The house was the star. <laughs> yeah, the house was the star. <laughs> Killed um, everyone. Yes, that too. Yeah. It did. <laughs> <laughs> okay. How about music talk? So I got I got stuff to say. Um, you go right ahead. Yep. Well, <laughs> take it away, <laughs> Jamie. We just talked about this composer, uh, Christopher Young. He right. did Nightmare on Elm Street Part Two. Oh, yes, so that's right. Just talked about him with Alex when we did that. In, yeah, he's a uh, jazz. He's a jazz background guy. Yeah. Drummers and all that, but oh. and he's won a couple awards. I mean, he's he's done a lot of movies. Yeah, um, but you know, and some but, good horror ones too, like Urban Legend. He did Hellraiser. We just ooh. saw that, babe. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Dark Half, The Glass House, Sinister. Mm-hmm. Jamie, mm-hmm. we love that Sinister score. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Pet the Pet Cemetery remake, and that was one of the only things I liked about the remake was hmm. the music. Same, babe. Do you remember when he came back from the movie theater to go see that remake, and it was raining and snowing all at the same time? Before I even <laughs> took my wet clothes and wet coat off, I put in the original. <laughs> yep. That's how we felt about it. She had to get yes. that taste out of her mouth. She was like, nope. I was, Putting it right in. No. I was yep. soaking wet. My coat was dripping. My hair was all over my face. And this this was like priority one. <laughs> Put and I'm, in. And I'm looking, I'm looking to the side and looking down at her because she's short. And yeah. like, how'd you feel about that? And she was just mm. we were quiet. 
<laughs> quiet walking all the way home. <laughs> Came, walked up the four flights of steps. DVD. Put in oh, the- it was it. <laughs> Done. Done. I was like, okay, that's how I, you felt. I had such high hopes. Yeah, it's a buzzkill of a movie. I saw it in theaters, and um, I, I, I went. I forget who I went with, but um, when we left, I was just extremely quiet and like See, how, it made you how, forget who you went with. Yes, See, I can't. Even, yeah, I can't even remember who I was with. That's, That's how bad that movie is. Yeah, no, I was just like, yeah, yeah I, I don't even know what to say. Like, I was, was I just left that theater really like dejected. Yes. Yes, I was even more upset than like when we left the theater for it. When we went to go see the remake of it, I don't know what I was expecting or what Henry was expecting, but we're both mm. we were like, mm. we just didn't know. I think I like it better now that I've rented it. No, a it's of it's times better. You it. have, I think we had to just you have to Sit sometimes with it for a while. Just, yeah, more than once. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, yeah, it, take it in. Yeah, but no. So the only thing I liked about the Pet Cemetery remake was the music and also was the the cinematography on it and the nice fog and all that good stuff. Everything else, including it hurts me to say this, John Lithgow, who I adore. I love oh. him too, but you just can't go flat in the character. Yeah. You can't yeah. mess with the original on that one. Like No. Dead no. is better. <laughs> Herman Munster did it better. I know, and I love Herman Munster. I just rewatched the whole uh, show. I just rewatched the Munsters every single really? episode. Oh, yeah. I love the Munsters. Sometimes I'm in here by myself and I'm just cracking up, and she doesn't even know. She's just she's doing her own thing, but I'm losing it over the Munsters. Yes. It's great. I it's love so the Munsters. Oh, I love yeah. the Munsters. Me too. Me too. <laughs> Yeah, we've discovered that they air several episodes every night on one of our little local channels out here. So nice. Nice. I've heard Mm -hmm. a rumor. I've heard a rumor and I haven't looked too much into it, but apparently there's a rumor going around that Rob Zombie is wanting to do some kind of monsters movie or remake because it's one of his favorite shows. I just Yeah. That would be interesting. Yeah. I, I and that's all I know about it. That's all I yeah. know about it, and I don't know if it's true. But mm. I think I, I, I think I saw it on bloodydisgusting.com. Mm. Mm. So I heard that too. So I think it's true because I heard it from a different source. And right. I don't know how I feel about that. Is he going to turn it into like an X-rated monsters? I know that's uh, what I'm like. I don't know. Is, is Sherry Moon going to be Lily? I don't think I have a problem with that. I. <laughs> He's gonna bastardize it. No, I'm not uh, gonna have know. a problem with that one. No I would way. just like to jump in and say that I have no problem with any of that either. <laughs> right. <laughs> I would not have a problem with that. No. I mean, if it yeah. happens, I'll watch it for sure. I'm gonna fucking watch it. But I don't with know Lily? how I feel about right. it. Lily yet. was his wife, right? Lily. Yeah. yeah. Stop. Mm-hmm. She was hot. Oh yeah, she's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. So you know, mm-hmm. Sherry Moon would be Lily. Yeah, and then and then no, I think she'd be the daughter. She's oh, too old. Oh, Marilyn, 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 the blonde She's daughter. She's too old, though. Mm, I guess okay. the daughter was what? No, she was in her early twenties. Tw- no, early twenties. Okay. Yeah, twenty-two. Yeah. Isn't Sherry like fifty? Chicken. It's fifty twenty-two. <laughs> What's the difference? Yeah. Yeah. I think they're going to turn it into like the Lords of Salem monsters. <laughs> <Mm-mm>. <laughs> right, Jamie. <laughs> 
<laughs> Herman Munster like crushes people's heads and stuff oh. in this version. Like it's so slapstick and wholesome. It's hard to imagine oh, like Rob Zombie great. doing it, but I will I watch most- it. The oh, more you keep muscles. talking about this, the more I'm going to be disappointed if it doesn't happen. So can you just like, move on to something <laughs> Oh, I'd love this. That's something we could talk about. I'd love it. Yeah. Well, if it happens, um, whenever it happens like that, we'll have to do an episode on it. And I'll come back to discuss it. Jesse, as well. Oh, I am down for that. Yes. Definitely. <laughs> All right. It's a date, everybody. So right. Zombie, make this movie. Make the movie. <laughs> Is it going to be a movie or a show? I don't know. Yeah, is he going to like take on a series or is it going to be just like a movie? I don't know. Um, yeah, that's literally all I know. He is has that options. Somehow... He has options. It's, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, other than the music um, that I just mentioned, I really liked like the music box type orchestrations on it and mm-hmm. in the end theme. And that's all I got to say. Do you guys have anything else you want to add? Mm-mm. There was um there was a lot of like distance like a lot of kind of like tense uh, strings and um, <laughs> so I like I mean you know it was good it, it was like it definitely had a, a vibe but it didn't I didn't turn me off the music right. didn't turn me off you know that didn't happen but I didn't notice it much but mm-hmm. there were a couple points where there was some real like dissonance strings and I'm like oh we in a haunted house now um, <laughs> but I didn't notice. Oh. It was, like, it was real faint. I mean, they weren't trying to mm-hmm. blow you away with the music. The music wasn't supposed to overwhelm the storyline. Right. So it was just just below the surface kind of thing. Yep. So, As so a music should be. Because yeah. if you really, if you notice it, if it's so in your face and it's taking away from the movie. Yeah. Right. Okay. Unless How- you need the music to help a movie like Armageddon or something, you know. Yeah, true. So, epic line. This is going to be totally epic. This was the really, this is the worst. This was the hardest. That's what she said. I just started writing, towards the end, as I got further down the movie, I was like, I just need to start writing some things down now. Yeah, I had to go through and through. But uh, actually, it goes back to, for me, it goes back to the very beginning of um, the movie, uh, the quote that it gave, and then it was kind of it was repeated by the detective, mm-hmm. kind of somewhat towards the end. And so it, um, what did I have here? Um, when someone dies, okay, when someone dies, um, I'm trying to think, in the some like rage. Of what is it when someone dies in the you didn't write it down? I'm trying to think of it, I can't understand my writing now. It <laughs> <laughs> happens to me all the time. Same, so, same when, when someone dies in the wrath of a powerful rage, and then um, they mention a curse is born, and that's basically what the movie was about. I mean, mm-hmm. something horrific happened, mm-hmm. so tragic, and I thought it for in terms of epic line, detectives said at the end. And then he got it too, so whatever. But that will be it. I'll clear it up. I'll try to find something to clear it up. <laughs> uh, Jamie? All right. Um, so I was able to come up with two lines that I liked. Um, oh. Yep. Uh-huh. So my, my, <laughs> first, my first one, my runner up. Um, and I don't know. I guess I just, I guess I just related. And I was like, I 
I would feel the same way. Um, it's just the mom in the house. Uh, she says, I just want her to leave me alone. Emma. Who are you talking to? I just want her to leave me alone. Mm. I wrote that down too. Wow. So, you know, I, I would relate, okay. I, you know, okay. I'd feel the same way. Um, but I, I guess my favorite line is, uh, it's our girl, Sarah Michelle Gebler, and she just says, the whole time I was in that house, I felt something was wrong. What happened here? That's my other one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Detective Nakagawa, the whole time I was in that house, I felt something was wrong. What happened there? It's a good, like, plot-moving kind right. of quote. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to stick with the rage, the, the, the powerful rage and how mm-hmm. a curse is born. But, yeah, that's kind of, that was the movie to me. That's what it was for me. Yeah. Yeah. I wrote down, down that I just want her to leave me alone also. But I was really struggling, so I just said, you have to pick something, right? Mm-hmm. I also wrote, because it was an important plot device for them to say something like this, and it was, they were the first family to live in that house since the discovery in the attic three years ago, mm-hmm. in case mm-hmm. you missed it. But yep. ultimately, I'm going to have to go with the the ghost croak. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's got to be my epic line. Just like, <laughs> silly, silly. Maybe I was thinking about it too much, and then you two have more options. You talking about my my second pick, my runner up, and the winner is my. I struggled like, with the second pick. I struggled this, with the first pick, but I I love the croak, and I think that I can do it kind of okay. So there you go, right. <laughs> Henry. You make that noise all the time. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I wake up. <laughs> She wants me to do something. I love it. I never know why your guests pick the movies, Summer, but in this instance, I totally get it now. <laughs> no, no, he didn't pick. Well, he picked. Okay, so he didn't actually pick this movie. Um, I discussed it with Jamie because we were struggling to come up with a last minute movie to just mm-hmm. record real quick, you know? So we were struggling with that. And so I said, well, how about the grudge? It's on Tubi. It's been a long time since I've seen it. So it's basically brand new. And as I was doing my homework on it for the first time, because I watched it three times to get everything done, Henry was laying beside me and he starts talking about his experiences uh, in Japan <laughs> and all that good stuff and the culture and, and his love for the, the Japanese lore and everything. I said, well, do you want to do this movie with us? And he's like, I- he said, yeah, this will be a good one for me to do. He's like, I think I'll do all your Japanese horror movies. And nice. then, he, then he watched it. Um, and then time and he's like, you might have to do this do? <laughs> what, what did I do? I forgot yeah. this one. You yeah. know, I was, I was saying, what did I do also? Mm. I was like, 
I can't pick a darn thing. What did I do? What did I do? <laughs> yeah, seriously. I started doing like like panic notes like halfway through the movie where I was like, I have nothing. I have nothing. I'm not going to find any quotes or anything. Oh, so I just started no. writing down a lot. <laughs> yeah, I had nothing. Oh. The first two times I had nothing. Yep. Well, yeah, that's it. Yeah. So dedication. That's, We're this dedicated. Is how Henry, this is how Henry came into being our guest for this movie. It was his <laughs> idea and then he regretted it. Oh my god. No. <laughs> yep. Okay. Uh, let's talk about our cast and our acting, shall we? Oh, let's do it. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, of course, our star, the lovely uh, Sarah Michelle Geller of Buffy fame. I love her. I also love her. And I know what you did last summer. One of my favorite not so final girls ever is Helen from I Know What You Did Last Summer. I loved her line in that where I forgot what it was where she's at her beauty pageant and she she's making her speech or something and it just made me laugh i made it into a meme once i can't remember what it is now but yeah i loved her in that i Mm -hmm. love her in that so much she was good also screen part two she played Mm -hmm. cc and cruel intentions and uh scooby-doo yep (laughs) cruel intentions yeah (laughs) yeah and this is a show that was that, twisted. This is it a show that Henry and I tried to watch. We got one episode in and we had zero interest in it. This was Henry, this is kind of around the same time as the following when that came on. And it was called Ringer, and she was a star in that. And we watched one episode and I never went back to it. Maybe I need the, to revisit it. Compared to the following? No, that wasn't. No, happening. it was right before the following. Oh, okay. Nah. I'll wait up I, for the following. That was Following was great. We love the following. Mm-hmm. I need to watch it. Oh, it's so worth oh, it. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Oh, good. Especially like Jamie, you like true crime. You're going to like it. I do. Yeah. And it keeps you guessing. And when you think something is going to happen, it do- it does. It's not going to happen like that. It's so good. Okay, remind me who the main actor is in in that. Like the big actor, Kevin uh, Bacon. Kevin Bacon. Okay. Yes. And Natalie Z from Passions. <laughs> Well, that, that's your thing. Of course we bring it back to passion. Right, right. Would it be a complete episode? <laughs> Kevin Bacon. Yes, I want to watch that. I need to. It's so good. It was three seasons, but they were short seasons. They were like 12 episode seasons. So you can oh, okay. you can totally get it done. Mm-hmm. Not a 25 episode year. So it's mm-hmm. it's definitely worth it. It's so, 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 so good. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited for you. Good thriller. Oh, yeah. So good. So good. Um, anything else to add on our girl, Sarah Michelle? I just adore her. Like, Buffy yeah, was she's hot. For me. What else? She is. She's gorgeous. And her and Freddie Prince have been together forever. And now uh, they're like, years, right? they're like baking or something. Is, is she doing a baking show? Is he doing a baking show? I don't know. One of them is baking. Okay. That's cool. <laughs> we like to cook. Is this yeah. like on social media or is this like an actual TV program? I want to say it's like a TV show, but oh, okay. I, I obviously don't know that much about it. Um, but I saw something about one of mm. them doing baking, and I said that's nice. Good for them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's all you can do now when you're stuck at home. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Okay. Jason Bayer plays 
Doug. He is of Roswell fame. Also, big where I knew this. I've seen this guy. You know, he I, was, I he was a werewolf in some movie. He was in the Tattooist, and that's the movie. That's it. That we the have. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah, I stumbled on the tattoo because it was part of a box set. Uh, yeah. I bought, I bought interesting. part interesting. one and two, and that was another movie that was on it. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's really it's, good. It's overseas. Uh, what I think it starts out in Singapore, and then oh, he's back in the states, and then <laughs> he may have went to Japan, but they're in New Zealand. The movie kind of yep. ends in New Zealand. Yep. Huh. Um, he also did some Dawson's Creek and another good kind of thriller called Jamie is about a curse. You like that. It's also about a curse. A tattoo. I like curse. I like curse. A, a tattoo a curse. curse. It's great. Yeah. It's about a tattoo Ooh. curse. Yeah, girl. Ooh. Okay. I'm writing that on my list too. <laughs> Babe, every time we do a podcast, her list grows by at least three in three items. The tattoos. It's yeah. big. Yeah. It's about, it's about curses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. All right. Um, Cleo Duvall uh, plays as Jennifer. Um, mm-hmm. I remember her from, of course, Girl Interrupted, The Faculty mm-hmm. Heroes, um, American Horror Story season. American two. Horror Story. Also, babe, the event. She, she was, was in that. molested. Oh yeah. What? She was in the event. The event. That television show we watched. It mm-hmm. went on hiatus and then it came back and failed. Yeah, we 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 liked that show. They we did. And then recently, the Lizzie Borden Chronicles, which is uh, the Christina Ricci, Lizzie Borden Netflix oh. show, which I saw oh. once a long time ago. It was good. I haven't seen it. Uh, she also wrote and directed um, movies called The Happiest Season and The Intervention. So she's branching out. Oh. Hmm. Um, let's see. William Mapath- <clears throat> excuse me, Mapathor plays Matthew. He... Uh, is from Mission Impossible Part 2 and Minority Report, also The Zodiac, and also American Horror Story Season 2. I saw him recently when I was watching a movie on Tubi called Tell Me How I Die, and that was actually pretty decent, so you guys should check that one out, too. You mentioned that one before once, I think. It was, yeah. Well, he wasn't watching it. He was literally, he came in halfway through and he said, what are you watching? I said, this is a new movie called Tell Me How I Die. And he rolled over and went to sleep. <laughs> so he's got about 10 minutes of it and that's all. <laughs> um, Katie Strickland plays Susan and she's also from Girl Interrupted and the remake of The Stepford Wives and Something's Gotta Give. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. In private practice. But I mean, those are the only things that I, I really don't heard. know her. I, I didn't, she was a new face to me when I saw this movie today. I know I haven't seen it in years, but I didn't recognize her at all. Right. Yeah. She had like a very kind of familiar face to me. But I really, like it and then, yeah. But like I haven't what? seen her in much. I've only in really what? seen her in like Girl Interrupted, and I mm-hmm. can't like picture her in it right now. But like, I haven't seen it in a while. I right. thought she was striking, and I don't understand. I have not. I don't really know her for any movie. I, yeah, you know, I'm not, and I'm not a girl interrupted kind of you know dude. So, <laughs> so I guess I just don't know her at all. Well, it's not a feel good movie, so <laughs> okay. it's definitely not. <laughs> okay. Um, but she and Cleo have that in common, at least. 
Mm-hmm. Um, oh, this one I love. Grace Zabrinsky played Emma, the mother. And horror fans will <sighs> always remember her from Tales from the Crypt in season two. The episode was the second episode with Larry Drake called The Secret. Mm. Child's Play Part 2. Yeah. Mm. Uh, the Devil's Child, a television show called The Killing, but she also has like 150 other credits, including, babe, season three of Ray Donovan. Mm. She was also in Twin Peaks, I think. Mm-hmm. And she She's was done in. So much. Oh, yeah. Big so Love. She was in um, Wild at Heart. Um, I like that movie. Yeah, she's Wait, been in with a lot. Uh, Nicholas Cage. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was a good movie. Yeah, I love that movie. <laughs> Laura Dern. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Laura Dern, right? Yeah. Nicholas Cage. Yeah, oh, that was a good movie. I like I, that. I love that one too. I love Laura good. Dern so much. Yeah, I remember that. That was good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, she's in that one. Okay. Yeah, she's done a lot, a lot. So I love her. I love her so much. Um, I think the first time I saw her was in Child's Play Part Two, though. She played the social worker. She yeah. killed on a photocopier, like a Xerox mm-hmm. machine. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> I remember her in it. And I don't know when I first saw her, but I definitely remember her from Child's Play too. Yeah, it was well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, let's see here. And then, of course, Bill Pullman. Of I course. Mean, Grace Every- and Bill are, are veteran cast members in this. I mean, what is there to say? Um Let's talk about his horror roles, which is uh, The Serpent in the Rainbow, Brain Dead, uh, Lake Placid. And if you mm-hmm. want to go the comedy route, we have Scary Movie Part 4, where he's actually playing the same character he is in The Grudge. Mm-hmm. This is this is who we're talking about? Bill Pullman. Um, that's, that's all you have to mention? Oh, his his category, catalog is too long. So Weird I am- science? Horror. That's mm-hmm. not horror. But... but- yeah, but I like sci-fi as well. I mean, if you're doing comedy, I can mention Weird Science. He comedy was in Twister. Horror. I thought he was in Twister. Um, he's been in everything. I, mean, I yeah. love Twister, too. Oh, my God. Aliens. Mm-hmm. I mean, stop. He was in yeah. Aliens? He was in Aliens. He How did was, I miss that? He's snapping in the end, and they grabbed him, and they pulled him down on the ground, and they crushed him. Oh, dear. Oh, yes. <laughs> He's an aliens. Um, but yeah, love me the serpent in the rainbow. Oh, me too. That is good, Jamie. We should consider that for our West Craven month. That is good. I love it, and I feel like that one doesn't get the love that it always deserves. Like I don't, I don't feel like people ever talk about the serpent in the rainbow. That's a cool story. I really like that one. It's a really good book. And then if it comes on, if you see it on television, whatever, it's on so late, no one's paying attention. They have so many other options and. That's unfortunate because I, I I came across it by accident. And I said, "Oh, this movie's great!" And yeah. I couldn't I couldn't go to bed until I finished it, and it was awesome. But then at, you know, then at times I'm looking forward to it, and you just don't. Yeah, it doesn't get much love. You just don't see it. No, no, nope. that's good. Uh, let's see. Uh, Rosa Blasi plays Maria, and that's um, Bill Pullman's wife. Oh, she has a couple of notables. Um, She's most known, I think, for strong medicine. But then also, mm. I, you know, I, Jamie, I've talked about it before. I love my gymnastics show, Make It or Break It. She was pretty mm. major in that as well. Oh, my God. But, <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, babe. <laughs> but strong medicine, you know, that's how I recognized her first. See, I can't mention sci-fi movies, but she can mention gymnastics. Mm-hmm. She can just go all off the road in the map and do what, say whatever. <laughs> I can't. Busted I summer. Just, hey, I have to do this. He doesn't have as many credits as Bill Pullman. <laughs> I'm struggling. Pullman is nothing else but horror. That's true. Bill Pullman is man. Man, when He's someone doesn't so have anything else that's horror, you know. Mm. It's true. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> For those of you who have no idea what those goat sounds are, go back and listen to Killer Party. It would all make sense. You'll know. You'll know. Okay. Um, so moving on to Ted Raimi playing Alex. Of course, brother of Sam, obviously. Yep. Mm-hmm. But so many great horror movies. Candyman, Drag Me to Hell, Midnight Meat Train, the Toby mm. Cooper episode of Masters of Horror, The Attic Expeditions, Wishmaster, Darkman Shocker, Blood Rage, Girl, we're doing Blood Rage this Thanksgiving, and I'm so excited. Oh, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Intruder, Evil I'm, Dead, and I on I love on. Intruder so much. I love Intruder. Yeah, Tori and I did Intruder uh, over the summer or spring last year with Kevin from It's a Horror Podcast, and it was a good time. I love that movie so much. I worked in a grocery store. I worked Same. in grocery stores for years, so I was like, "Yeah, we've all been there." Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Been yep. <laughs> I remembered specifically when I was watching like the night crew do their thing. I remember doing that, like that, like price markdowns and stuff as well. But then I also remembered um, <laughs> there was a uh, an end cap that had a lot of wheat germ bottles on display <laughs> and i remember those wheat germ bottles too <laughs> oh my god that's yeah. the way i got from that i said oh i yeah. remember that crap <laughs> yep <laughs> oh okay uh moving on to nakagawa played by ryo wow ishibashi where we at um he plays the Detective, senior detective. Oh yeah, I should. I mean, yeah. Wow, Ishibashi. I think. Yeah. yeah. The only two things I have seen him in is again, Masters of Horror, which was a season two, episode thirteen, and Takashi Miike's audition, which Jamie mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. And I saw audition because um, Taylor, friend of the show recommended it to me and i said dude what did you tell me to watch (laughs) (laughs) i love Takashi Miike though i was like obsessed with him when i was um like high school like 18 Mm -hmm. you know i loved ichi the killer in addition and his movies are just like whoa (laughs) yeah he's an international star i liked his Mm -hmm. cameo in um um hostile he shows oh, up. Oh, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's being escorted into the the killing house. He's a client. So I like I liked his little his little cameo in that. That was a lot of fun. Totally. Yeah, uh, the other cast awesome. members I have to mention is the people who played Toshio, Keiko, and Takio, they all were in the original Japanese grudge. 
cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Yoko Maki, right? Uh, who? She played. She played uh, the wife, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yoko Maki. Uh, I didn't Am write I wrong. Uh, I believe she's the she's the wife. She's one of the three ghosts. Okay. Mm-hmm. They keep popping up. She's the female. I'm pretty sure. I thought that was her. She's actually has a little name, um, Yokomaki, but um, she's done plenty of films in um, you know in Japan um, and some internationally. But I thought she was the one that played the role of the mother. I think that was the if the mother's character name is Keiko, that is uh, help me out, guys. Spelled T A K A K O. T A K A E O. T A K A K O. Sounds like Takio, but I'm not. Yeah, so that's her, that's her first name. Her Let me last see. name is Fuji. Okay, maybe I have the wrong. Get your Japanese people right. <laughs> hey, I'm I'm trying to see. <laughs> but um, yeah. So hmm. she was in the original Japanese Grudge, and so was the one who played the little boy. Okay. Mm. Yep. Which is nice. I love it when they bring people back. I like that too, yeah. And then the one who played Takio played um, in The Grudge and The Grudge 2, the Japanese one. He was also in uh, 2013's Wolverine and has an extensive voiceover career. Mm. So he's done 100 voiceover projects, which is very exciting. Uh, my oh. bad. The Yoko Maki, she plays, she was the young lady, the first one that was snatched in the in the um, house. Ah, gotcha. Oh, okay. She played the character Yoko, and it was like, what happened to Yoko? Yoko, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's, mm-hmm. that was her character. Yeah. Okay. okay. Um, anything else to add on our cast, guys? Besides the fact that they were good? Lots of faces I recognize and really mm-hmm. enjoy. Um, mm-hmm. You know, uh, it's not my favorite movie in the world. It's not my favorite. It's not my favorite role of some of these folks, mm-hmm. but I, I loved seeing them all come together. Like it's mm-hmm. really fun to see Ted Ramey pop up and oh, anything Sarah Michelle Gellar's in, I'm gonna watch. Um mm-hmm. just because I love her. So the cast is great. <laughs> it was the most extensive section of my notes for sure. Mm-hmm. There you go. <laughs> and I'm sorry, I correction. I'm I'm getting my my folks, my Paxit, and my Pullman's mixed up. That's why I was so yeah, confused. He, I'm like, I think that's the wrong Pullman, bill, but yeah. I could so be Your wrong. Pullman was not an alien. <laughs> it's Thank you. Paxton. Thank you. I, I've done that before. I'm it's like, the I classic witch bill. Yeah. Paxton or Pullman. My bad. But it's been so long since Paxton I've seen aliens. In, yeah. He was now aliens. I was like, yeah. Did I miss it? Everything I, I mentioned, everything I mentioned, that was Paxton. Bill Paxton, the late He's great, in Twister right? too, huh? It's Twister, Paxton. right. Yeah. It was, it was oh Paxton. my God, babe. <laughs> Everything I said was all wrong. I said, wait a minute, hold on. Mm. I mixed but up I've the done that before. Yeah. It's a thing. Yeah, it's a bills, thing. The two bills, science, right? <laughs> so Ron I Bill? just want everyone to know I, I caught myself. Yeah, I was <laughs> wrong. So wrong. <laughs> you need to take better notes. Huh? <laughs> Oh, no, I wrote it down. I still said it wrong. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh dear. Look at no. That was that was just my bad. <laughs> You're like correction. All right. Yeah. Um 
Okay, we're almost kind of done uh, with this. So, this movie is 16 years old. How well do you think it's going to age in the future, and how well has it aged so far? Well, I mean, it's last... Yeah. Like, it looks like it could have been made yesterday, right? I mean, I think maybe some of the CGI would give it away a little bit. A little yeah. bit. Yeah. Like, it's definitely a little bit, like, the CGI is definitely early 2000s, I would say, for sure. And then, like, uh, maybe some of the devices, you'd be like, that cell phone looks a little dated. But, like, as far as, like, how it looks, like, the quality and just, uh, I don't know, like, in general, how it looks the quality-wise, it could have been made any day. But I would say the CGI gives it away just a little bit. Just yeah. yeah, maybe the CGI. I agree with that, and, and, but I think as long as there is a, a genre for Japanese horror, I, I think it'll always be there because it it's too similar mm-hmm. to like Ringu or The Ring, and you know, if, mm-hmm. if you've seen one or two or three Japanese horror films, they kind of this is their thing, mm-hmm. you know. It's I don't think it's going to scare you. Um, you know, out of the movie theater kind of horror. It's just, it's more psychological. It's more of a thriller and you just have to really pay attention. And, you know, what I, what I liked about this movie here now that I was alone and Summer was not there and I was actually able to pay attention to it. <laughs> I like how, <laughs> me. <laughs> I like how the movie starts basically at the end. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then as it goes, it's, it's peppering, sections is going back it's going back and going back and then at the end of the movie kind of has this alpha omega thing and it's just kind of like okay boom here's Mm -hmm. the end of the movie and here's also the beginning you know at the same time or i should say the beginning and ending of the movie at the same time so you know but a a lot of i think a lot of japanese films or horror films are kind of like that yeah you know but but you just have to really pay attention and and, and watch these little things about them and Mm -hmm. going from there yeah yeah, it was very like it was definitely very like nonlinear, like the way that the yeah. plot moved along. You were mm-hmm. kind of going back and forth, so yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're kind of doing it now. Summer and I, we we've been watching films or series, and and everyone seems to be doing it now. So it's just you know, it's kind of it makes you pay attention. It okay. does. You know, you have to pay attention. You you can't walk away because then you miss something. So. Yep. Um, so I was able to say I enjoyed it in the end, but you know, is it one of my faves? No. <laughs> <laughs> I skipped right over this, guys, because um, we went a little bit out of order. But um, the special effects section of my notes, I had two things I notated, oh. and that is um, I really liked the hands through Karen's scalp in the shower. That was good. That was yeah. good. Um, didn't extend see it coming because no one does that. No. Yeah, I'm that, not was that. that was good. That's like that is actually like the image. Like when I think of this movie, even when I hadn't seen it for like years, mm-hmm. that's kind of the first image that pops into my mind. Is that, that scene good. where that with the hand in the yeah. shower? And yeah, that's yeah. I think I never seen like, because I didn't remember that at all. Yeah, did not remember. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Didn't I, remember I really most. think I saw part two. I don't think I saw part one at all. Because you would have remembered. Right. I also really loved, um, and I talked about this in the maybe prop I want to own is that. Yoko's ghost with like torn jaw situation. Mm-hmm. I yeah, love was... how that looked. That was so yeah. cool. That was good. That was great. I loved that look. It was so cool. Okay. Anything else to add on special effects, YouTube? 
Because there, there weren't a lot. There really weren't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jamie just talked about our CGI and all that. So, yeah, we kind mm-hmm. of already covered all that. Um, the twist. <sighs> is the twist that at the end, uh, Sarah yeah. Michelle Gellar is still got the is that the grudge ghost? I don't know what the twist is. I mean, either. <laughs> Maybe I was. Well, see, I didn't, I didn't watch it. You know, I'm kind of like Jamie in the beginning. I'm watching. I'm like, I'm not really seeing anything. I tried watching it with Summer, and I'm like, I had to go by myself. I thought originally the twist was when he just went over the railing. I said, "You killed him off." <laughs> you know, first minute into the movie, you killed him off. So that was my early twist until actually came towards the end. But I was like, oh my God, they just killed them off. Yeah. yeah. 60 seconds into the movie. Yeah. I don't know mm-hmm. if I want to see this. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, uh, I kept watching it. So the twist was, okay, the story. Fine. I kept going back and yep. more character development, story development as it went. Yeah. Towards yeah. And maybe a twist would be just like you said, as it goes, but the whole back and forth past yeah. present, um, Ghost of the like realm, past. I mean, the whole like Sarah Michelle Bill Pullman scene where he's sensing her, but he's not seeing her. I love that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I did really like that too. Yeah, I like that a lot. Okay, um, the pacing on this one. The only thing I wrote down was slow. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, so how it's more like a marathon. It was not a sprint. Is. It was a marathon. <laughs> it was a marathon, not a sprint. You had to like yeah. stay there and focus. Mm. <laughs> I love that. That's exactly how I felt. <laughs> <laughs> I said, this is it. I gotta, let me get some water. I know, right? I need like a fruit snack or something. <laughs> make through the rest of this. <laughs> how scary do you all think this one is? Mm. I mean, it didn't scare me, you know. I'm trying to remember what the experience was like in the theater, but you know, I, I can't really remember if it if it got me at all in the theater. Um, maybe in 2004, like maybe something would have like jumped at me a little bit, but not. I don't. I'm not scared of this one. Right. No, I agree. I think the one eyeballs, the the one peekaboo through the door, coming up the steps, going after the Susan character, that was probably the closest. It, and, and the hand coming up through yeah. the head. That's yeah. it. And that, what's that's in my head? Scared. Yeah. And that's not, that's it. Yeah. That's, um, I'm, not, I'm not jumping or anything. Right. What do you guys think of the story? I like the concept of the curse, like the grudge itself. Um, I think that's really interesting. Um. That's all I have to say. I agree. If you believe in curses and ghosts, I agree. then there's something there for you, you know. <laughs> but other than that, um, okay. It's overall movie rating time. There we go. This is what I'm waiting on. Okay. So here's the dealio, okay? I talked to Henry about this uh, last uh, night, I think, actually. And we're talking I don't recall. about, like, <laughs> I don't... Th- this is the, probably one of my least favorite Japanese horror movies. Same. Um, uh, we watched one that was really good called Shudder. Um, That's a good one. That's I a better one. That. It's good. Oh, it Shudder? Joshua Jackson and Rachel Taylor. Ooh, Joshua Jackson. Know, All right. 
Um, hey, Jamie, do you remember what you said about Ryan Reynolds and Amityville giving off daddy vibes? I do remember. We just relived it. <laughs> daddy vibes. Yeah. Uh, daddy vibes. That's all I'm saying. Okay. But I own that one, and we watched it last night, and it was so much better than this. But someone else in that movie, someone did jump off of his balcony as well. And I turned to Henry and said, they do this a lot? This jump? Like this is their yeah. this is their method of suicide is just this, jumping this, out of their window. Yeah, it's yeah, it's not pretty. No. Yeah, there's other ways it's not pretty, but yeah, that's one of them. Yeah, so there was that, and then um, of course our American version of the Ring classic. I like it. It's also a slow burn, but I like the story better. I think I like the I like the Ring remake a lot better than I like the Grudge. American remake. I, mm-hmm. I actually thought the Ring remake was pretty, like, pretty good. I mean, the acting mm-hmm. was good. It was creepy. Mm-hmm. There was some definite stuff that was disturbing. The horse. Oh my god. Yep. The, the weather, the cinematography, and all that. The, the whole video. Seattle. I mean, it was no, that was good. Yeah, it was. It was, much better. It was much. It better. was uncomfortable at points, yeah. and that doesn't happen very often for right. me, at least. But yeah. So, yeah, the ring Compared was two hours grudge. long. This is an hour and a half, and it seemed like it took forever. It did. Right? Mm. So, that being said, when I give my overall rating, I think I'm unintentionally comparing it to all the other Japanese movies, you know? It's Probably. Like so much, like, worse. Because if you do yeah, that, it's a team. So, I'm going to – I'm sorry. I got to give this one, like, out of ten, we're going four dolls and a flappy jaw. Fair, very fair rating. Hmm. I oh, no, Amy, I'm sorry. No, no. After you, I insist. <laughs> because I'm, <laughs> I'm trying not to compare it to any others. I'm just on its own merits and how it, the twist in the end and how it started. I'll just, I'll give it five. Five, okay. Five dollars. That's fair. That's it. Five dollars. I am gonna give it a four. No random parts with that. Just a just, straight four. Just a straight four. Okay. There you go. Okay. So, That's it. Four. four through five, right? That's it. All right. Good stuff. I have some fun facts for you guys. All right. Okay. So before filming, the cast and crew went through a ceremony where they were blessed so that nothing bad could happen to them while they were filming. That's important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is. <laughs> They're dealing with spirits. Especially when you're in a superstitious culture. Yeah. Uh So, unlike the other Japanese horror remakes of The Ring, Dark Water, Pulse, and One Missed Call, this was the only film out of those ones that was actually filmed in Japan still. Oh, okay. Okay. Think about all those other ones took place in America, even though the originals, of course, were not. Really? Yes, I like that. Um, And of Shutter also took place in Japan and was filmed in Japan, but it came out after this. Okay. Mm, okay. Um, the snapping and popping sounds that accompany the appearance of Keiko were made with a hair comb. Oh, nice. I love to, I love to hear what sound effects are made out of. That sounds like such a fun job. Uh-huh. The open mouth gasping was made by the director. He did that one. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, let's see here. Oh, this is this is a cute one. Um, it's a love story, guys. Jason Bear and Katie Strickland were 
um, met filming this movie and they were both very interested in the Japanese culture, even though they, they mm -hmm. did not have any scenes together, mm -hmm. they were married two years later. Oh, wow. Yeah. Now, who, who's the dude again? Um, the dude was... Yeah, give me a character. Doug. Me... Um, oh, Doug. Sarah Michelle's oh. boyfriend. Mm -hmm. oh, okay. Friend? Boyfriend? Boyfriend, yeah. The boyfriend. And then Susan. So. Mm. Yeah, so smart choice. Mm. You made a smart choice on that one. Yeah. <laughs> it only took him two years. Mm. Aww. <laughs> She's oh, trying to imply something here, folks. <laughs> Yeah, she's she just threw in a nugget. Okay, a nugget. Right, right. Mm -hmm. Time's a wasting. Mm -mm. Babe, I I I re I remember saying to you at year five, you need to hurry up and marry me before I grow even more old and short. I don't remember that. But but that may have been a cautionary tale. So I've been, mean, yeah, yeah, let's speed this up. You're probably right. Because I'm only going to shrink. I'm not getting any taller. I'm not getting any taller. Bagger now. Mm -mm. Um, probably right. Let's see here. Okay. Oh, the original Japanese film, there was a subplot involving schoolgirls encountering the curse. So they took that out of this movie, and that was the basis of the Grudge Part Two. That was oh. two years later. What schoolgirls getting killed? It was a schoolgirl type theme instead of you know mm. the little boy. <clears throat> oh. Well, and that's the one again. That's the one I saw, and that's the one I didn't like. Um, the ghosts of Kyoko and Toshio are based on uh, the Japanese legend of Anrio. A vengeful spirit that can actually physically manifest itself and attack and kill its victims. See, that's scary. So, that's probably really frightened them. And it doesn't matter where you're at. Right. Uh, the signature croak that was my epic line is also referred to as a death rattle. And they made that sound based on the fact that the character was killed by her husband, but wasn't killed right away. He just snapped her neck. And so that sound signifies her trying to breathe through her broken windpipe. Oh, okay. I can hear it. Mm-hmm. Selma Blair was the first choice for the role instead of Sarah Michelle. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm. Sarah wow. was a good choice. I think so. Yeah. Sarah I agree. It's hard to picture somebody else in it. Yeah, Sarah's really The director was eager to work on the remake of this film because he saw it as an opportunity to improve and fix on some of the problems that he knew that the original one had it. Had it? Had. Hello. Probably, <laughs> probably, it's probably technical, like what Jamie was right. talking about, more CGI. and then Right. I'm sure that's yeah. what it was. Generally, that's how they update probably a bigger budget yeah. so you can do a little more mm -hmm. uh the director also did not speak english so they had to have a translator for him to communicate with our american cast so they just did whatever they wanted <laughs> he's like no 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 <laughs> yeah That's probably the only word he knew how to say <laughs> he's like no no <laughs> so we got this movie we got it hold on yeah <laughs> uh -huh. The reason the family has a black cat as a pet is because in Japanese folklore, it is said that owning a black cat will bring you good luck and fortune. 
I did not know that. That's, That's nice. Cool. Usually, because you know, in like in in like American culture, they're like bad luck. Yeah. If, mm-hmm. yep. if they cross your path, so mm-hmm. I like see. I like that they're seen as like a lucky thing and a mm-hmm. positive thing because they're cute. They mm-hmm. are. They're lovely. We had a black cat. It was a big one. His name was Gomer. He weighed about 30 pounds. Oh, huge I had a really big cat. black cat, too. <laughs> huge. I'd lie down and try to take a nap, and he'd just crawl on my back. and Aww. All 30 pounds of him just straddling my back. I'm like, dude, really? <laughs> he just, like, pin me down. I had trouble getting up. 30 pounds. A cat, you know? <laughs> well, that was um, actually very lucky. Gomer was big. (laughs) (laughs) I got one last fun fact. Um, The infamous bedroom scene where Kyoko attacks Susan underneath the bedsheets was inspired by the Japanese urban legend of the girl in the gaps. Mm. Mm. No, me neither. Okay. Okay, um, So that's all I have. Do you guys have anything else to add either on the movie or facts or? Nope. Uh, fact, when you watch this movie, you might, uh, find yourself being like, wait, what just happened? I wasn't paying attention. I was looking at my phone and then you'll have to watch it again. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I missed it. You say you need coffee or some type (laughs) of energy drink. You need some assistance in focusing. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yep. I watched it three times. Like I said, but that's average. I watch a movie Mm -hmm. normally three times to get all my notes. Correct. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'd pretty much do that. I'm not the professional. I just did it once. Alone, uninterrupted. Hey, Got the it first done. time we tried to watch it, he was talking through the entire thing. Him. Again, oh. alone, I uninterrupted. Was back. I was just like, are you done? <laughs> <laughs> and then the second time he was watching the television show that Jamie and I, we, I was telling you about called The Affair, and I was in here watching watching it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Okay, it is a shout-out time. Uh, Firstly, we must shout-out our guest, my husband, my love, Mr. Henry Flynn. How are you doing? Doing well. Did you have Thank fun? You. Happy to be here. Did you have fun? I did. Okay, I didn't good. contribute yeah. much. You know, I didn't have the one, two, three lines <laughs> and stuff. I just, I'm told, come up with one thing, one thing only. But oh, Babe, we had to find next time. lines. We had to really struggle. We did. Next time. Yeah, we struggled for the lines. So it's not like this one had a whole lot Somebody, of Here's my runner up. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. You're like, no. wait, runner up? Was I supposed to come up with three of these? Right. <laughs> no, this one did not have a lot no, of No, it, it didn't. It was no. it was a rough one. It, some movies did, we have two lo- two pages worth of lines. Like we did a movie called Carousel yesterday and it we had a page and a half of lines each. Both mm. very quotable. Right. And we couldn't pick. So (laughs) this one, we just didn't have any options, which is horrible. Um, Next up. um, Hey, Jesse. Hey, Summer. How are you doing? I'm doing. How are you? There he goes. (laughs) (laughs) Jesse's our producer. And, you know, y'all know that, of course. But we always have to 
make sure he gets his credit because he works so hard for us and we love him. So thank you, Jesse. Of course. No, it's uh, my pleasure and I'm happy to be here. And hopefully all you listeners are enjoying the show as well. And just a reminder to all of you listeners that we can be found wherever you can listen to podcasts. You can just search under the Dolls of Horror and find us anywhere you can find any other podcast. And if you like it and would like to help support the show so that it can keep growing, please feel free to check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash the Dolls of Horror. For as little as $5 a month, you can access our episodes a week in advance. Plus, you are eligible to be permanently entered into a regular drawing for a free Dolls of Horror t-shirt that we will announce every month during our monthly live stream. With every calendar month, we'll be drawing a name from our list of supporters where you can win a t-shirt or even be part of the live stream killer trivia duel where you can win even more Dolls of Horror merch. And if you like all that merch talk and don't want to do all the contests, you can also visit the <laughs> merch store right at the uh, – follow the link in any description of any of the ways that you are checking this show out. We will always have a link for the merch store there. And now you're probably wondering, hey, how can I follow this amazing podcast with all these super awesome people and you too, Jesse, as well? Well, you can follow us on the social medias. We're on Facebook and Instagram at The Dolls of Horror and Twitter at just Dolls of Horror without the the. And if you finally would like to just say hi, give us a little hello or feedback or anything whatsoever and just want to say suggestion. we love movie suggestions hey yeah movie suggestions absolutely we will always take those into consideration i mean we've been doing this for what like 16 months now so we um you know we we can definitely use some ideas if you want to uh you know throw some our way so go ahead and uh send us an email at the dolls of horror at yahoo.com <laughs> Thank you, Jesse. Quite yes. welcome. <laughs> and awesome. it's true. I love the movie suggestions or any sort of concept suggestions. Like we got an email from, I think it was Sarah, right? Yep. Who uh-huh. suggested we do um, an episode dedicated to Jug Jones, and he's a genius. So, so I'm awesome. so on board with that. So, any sort of f- suggestions or feedback we are completely open to and love, love hearing them. So, definitely let us know. Also, we have to shout out our listeners because without you guys, we don't even want to do it. So thank you for keeping us going and please keep the messages coming. Um, next, we have our boys, Wes and Kevin over at It's a Horror Podcast. Our podcast mentors, as I like to call them, because they taught me how to do this. And as I said previously, they just released their Wes Craven episode, and it was so good. So I definitely go check that one out. Um, Also, we have the um, Saturday Night at the Movies podcast featuring our last guest, Daryl Hook and Brian String, who will be on next week. So... They always got fun stuff going on, and they got a really fun theme song, too. They got the Let's All Go to the Lobby theme song, you know, from the drive-in. Ah, I love that song so much. Mm-hmm. And then they also do the uh, the Saturday Night of the Movie song by the Drifters. So listen to it just for the theme song alone, because it's worth it. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, you know I love me the Drifters. Come on. And then... Um, Oh, God. Am I missing somebody? Oh, of course. Christy Adams over at Nightmare Toys. Oh, of course. Las Vegas. 
So definitely go check out that store for any horror merch that you are wanting to buy. That is where I get all of my horror merch. So yeah, go support our girl. I can't wait, babe. I cannot wait till we could get to, excuse me, get to go to Vegas and hang out with Christy because she always asks about you. Well, I put it in order over, you know, Christmas and something was sold out. So I don't know. Oh. Well, that was that popular. I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm still waiting on it. I'm going to get it. Oh. I did not know about this. Oh. <laughs> the only thing I asked for for Christmas was um, the Entourage DVD set. <laughs> and I got it and I was very happy with it. Ah. <laughs> But um, the, we got my Mary Shaw clown over at Nightmare Toys a month before Christmas for my birthday. And I love him so much. He's mm-hmm. so pretty. Thank you, babe. Creepy. <laughs> <laughs> and Christy Adams also always has amazing sales. More often than not, she will have a 15% off sale. So if something is maybe like a little bit out of your price range, especially if you like those high ticket items like I do, you know, just give it a few weeks because she's bound to come up with another sale. And she has sales for every holiday, Christmas, Mm -hmm. New Year's, St. Patrick's Day, Friday the 13th, every holiday you can possibly think of. She will have a sale and sometimes even when it's not a holiday. So keep that in mind. Mm -hmm. Um. Well, I mean, I think that's it. Do you guys have anything else? Anyone you want to shout out or anything like that? I'm just a humble, humble man here. Thank you. <laughs> Signing off. Thank you. No, thanks for coming to play with us. I can't yes. wait to have you back. This is the first time awesome. you got to play with Jamie. Which I know. Awesome, so exciting. Jamie. Amy. It was so fun. I can't wait to come visit you guys at some point. Oh, man. It's going to be rocking. <laughs> yes. Oh, we can go okay. there. I mean, your state will open up before this state. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, Jamie is talked about, not this year, obviously, because it, won't, it wouldn't even be worth it this year because the state is still so locked down. I don't see it getting any better by August. But hopefully, maybe next year, Jamie is hoping to join us for Flashback Weekend. Yeah, that's the hope. Mm-hmm. Uh, there may be some hope this year. You don't think? think? Not not for us. Like, India is mm. fully open. Yeah. Tucson's open. Mm-hmm. Vegas is fully open. Vegas has already started selling tickets for shows starting mm-hmm. in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Actually, by the time this comes out, they will be open. So their stuff, the no mask mandate, everything is, is happening. So, but for us, I don't know about August. We already yeah. see what's going on. Well, never mind. I'll keep like a, I was about to say something about Miami. Snapple. What's going on? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Spring break craziness. As yeah. Well. But yeah. So um, hopefully Jamie can come play with us in Chicago and bring her fella who says amazing street photography. In our yes. in our oh, cool. photography, all right, and so he can have some fun. You guys can have, make a few extra days of it, and can do the whole downtown thing. It's so so pretty for we'll take them to Pilsen. I love that. Yeah, Pilsen with all the murals, we can take them Ooh. all around. Babe. We'll be their yeah. tour guides. 
Yes, please. (laughs) Tell me stories, you know, about the city as we like walk through and fun memories that you guys have. You'd be like, this is the place where we did this thing. And I want want the full tour. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Personalized. We'll take you to we met at because, of course, we're going to have to go eat at Exchequer, which is right across the street. No problem. (laughs) A lot of history. A lot of history in this town. No problem. Yeah, Mm. for sure. So, yeah, we're really, really excited to hang out with with Jamie um, here or there in Tucson. I've never been to Tucson. I've never been to Arizona. I'm saying, man, I'm thinking. Airport. It's a fun city. We don't have a lot going on right now, but when music, when concerts kind of resume and stuff, we have great Mm -hmm. concerts. It's fun. The food is great. I'm thinking the food. Yeah. The hot peppers. The food is amazing. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Food is so good. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Awesome. Awesome. (laughs) Um, And of course, I mean, of course, we have to shout out uh, the Days of the Dead convention. Oh, yeah. But... They've got some really good shows coming up. Chicago has already happened, but then we've got Indy next. No. Vegas, I think. Vegas? Vegas? Sweet. Maybe not. Vegas is in May. I'm just not sure when this episode will drop, but definitely Indianapolis in July. Yes. Which is going to be so much fun. They don't have too many guest announcements yet, but it's looking pretty great. So Yeah. Check out the days of the dead.com for any more information on that. Or, you know, hit me up and I'll send you a link because it's going to mm-hmm. be awesome. And I'll also be in Indy as well. So it's going to be great. And I will likely be there as well. I hope so. I don't yeah. want to say anything and jinx it, but I hope so. We'll be roomies. <laughs> yes. It's looking like it's looking like it's going to be a yes. So. <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be great. It's going to yeah. be so great. The Dolls of Horror. Yes. <laughs> Private days. In Not our natural dolls. habitat. Both dolls. <laughs> dolls coming yes. to you for life. <laughs> All right. Well, guys, that about wraps it up. And uh, with that, I'm... Oh. Whoa, what's wrong? <laughs> Nothing. No? I'm still there. You're still there. Okay. <laughs> uh, so with that, I'm Summer. I'm Jamie. I'm a Henry. (laughs) (laughs) And you have been listening to the Dolls of Horror. We will talk to you later. Bye. Bye -bye. (laughs) (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye-bye. This has been a presentation of the Dolls of Horror. New episodes are uploaded every week. If you'd like to reach out and say hello to the dolls, send them an email at thedollsofhorror at yahoo.com. You can also follow them on Facebook and Instagram, both at the Dolls of Horror or on Twitter at Dolls of Horror for bonus content. And if you really like the podcast and want to support them financially so that they can keep making episodes, consider sending them a donation. Follow the link in the description or go to patreon.com slash the Dolls of Horror for more information. Thanks for listening and see you next time. Hey, Jamie, do you remember what you said about Ryan Reynolds and Amityville giving off daddy vibes? I do remember. We just relived it. <laughs> daddy vibes. Yeah. Daddy <laughs> vibes. That's all I'm saying. I'll take the whole head and put it on the shelf, babe, right next to Jason. This is how Henry came into being our guest for this movie. It was his idea, and then he regretted it. Oh, my God.
epic line.